I think starting early, learning the concepts of what go on in terms of owning and operating your own business and growing your own business uh, are critical. And, and I don't think you can start early enough. I'm Christina Gianni with the Hayes Post and Eagle Radio. I'm speaking with Doug Williams of Grow Hayes about the annual Youth Entrepreneurship Challenge on this episode of the Post Podcast. This is a program that's sponsored by Network Kansas, which is one of our partners, and they do this statewide. They do local uh, youth entrepreneurship challenges, and then in the spring, they have a statewide uh, competition, uh, a competition in Manhattan for all of the uh, top finishers where they go and they, they compete there. And uh, basically what the kids do, these are typically business students in, in uh, high school classes, and they prepare a business concept. Some of them may actually have a business that they're actually doing these type of things, but they prepare a trade show booth. So it's a, a booth as if you're at a trade show explaining what your product or service is. And uh, they, they set that up and then they do a four minute presentation in front of these judges who are typically seasoned uh, entrepreneurs and people who understand business and that type of thing. So it gives the kids an opportunity more than anything else to uh, work on presentation skills as well as overall business concepts and uh, then come and present. Uh, we had 18 teams, uh, I think about 29 kids, a lot of them pair up on these type of projects. And uh, we had 17 from uh, teams from TMP and one from Ellis. So uh, a, good, a good attendance and uh, it went really well and, and these kids did a great job. Can you tell us a little bit about some of the businesses that the students pitched? I'm always fascinated to learn about what, what the avenues that they want to pursue. It, it, it's really all over the board. I mean, the winning team was uh, Keller Lawn Mowing Service out of Ellis, the kids out of Ellis. There was just one team from Ellis, and ironically, they won. Uh, but they have a lawn mowing business and, and a very active lawn mowing business. There's some brothers. I believe it was uh, two or three brothers that are involved in this, and they they uh, have a lawn mowing service, and one of them actually, I think, went off to college or something. They had to buy him out, so they had to experience that part of, of business ownership. Uh, there were coffee shops. There was uh, one kid who was going to be a, a consultant for runners to try and help runners do what they do, uh, a fitness organization, and uh, just all over the board, really. You see all different kinds of things. And as I say, some of them are actually businesses that they're doing up and running, a power washing business or whatever. And uh, others are more uh, pie in the sky kind of ideas. So you've got a good uh, sprinkling of a little bit of everything. Why do you think this is important for the students to get this experience? Well, I think, I think you know, there's always that argument, are entrepreneurs born or are they created? And uh, I think it's a little bit of each. Uh, you know, I think entrepreneurs, it's very uh, common to see uh, a young entrepreneur have entrepreneurial parents. They come out of that world in a, in a home life. But, but also I've seen plenty that have just uh, gotten the, you know, been bitten by the bug of entrepreneurship and they... They start up their own business. But I think starting early, learning the concepts of what go on in terms of owning and operating your own business and growing your own business uh, are critical. And, and I don't think you can start early enough. Uh, some of the other communities actually have junior high competitions. And uh, we'd love to do that here as well because I don't think you can start early enough. And to get these kids started with these concepts and these ideas, understanding what uh, – income and expenses, profit and loss, and, 
and uh, capital investments and all the things that go along with uh, owning and operating a business uh, are, are great uh, concepts that they need to learn and, and uh, you, you can't start early enough. So that's kind of what the basis of, of this program is from a Network Kansas standpoint. They're all across uh, primarily rural communities in Kansas and, and trying to do these competitions. And I think up in Norton, they have like 90 to 100 participants each year. So they really have embraced it in some of the smaller communities as well. Wow. And and the <clears throat> students can win some prize money for this. Definitely. There was uh, about $2,500 worth of prize money put up. Uh, the first place winners got $1,000 and then uh, second place, I think, was 700 there was a tie for third and fourth, so I, they got $300 each. And then we have some local uh, businesses that do some sponsorship of some uh, Best in Trade Show award and some different awards like that. Midwest Energy, Sunflower Electric, and Nextech each had $200 prizes for those. So uh, we gave away quite a bit of money on Tuesday, and I, I, it was a fun time. We, we serve them pizza when it's done, and, and uh, I, think, I think everybody had a good time. I know that there's... Uh, a lot of times, a lot of nerves because a lot of young kids, they're not used to presenting in front of people. And that's part of why I think it's such a good experience because, uh, you know, nobody, nobody had a heart attack and nobody uh, had a big issue. But uh, I know there are nerves when people go in there. And so it, it's a great experience. People get used to some public uh, presentation skills. Well, you mentioned the winner, which was <clears throat> Keller Lawn Mowing Service, and that was Brody Fisher and Camden Keller from Ellis High School, they're going to get to go on to a state competition. They are. They, uh, the state competition is in Manhattan. I believe it's in April. And they're eligible to go on and participate in that, as are the second and third place finishers, if, if I understand it right. Uh, a few years ago, we actually had the winner at the state championship, Ethan Lang, a uh, local uh, uh, participant from TMP at that time. Uh, he went on and won the state competition. Uh, with his uh, making sense of money concept. He's a financial consultant and uh, well, well above his years in terms of maturity and things with his ideas and things. But, and he's now a tenant down at Brief Space and he has his own business down there doing this type of financial consulting. But uh, th they do have the state competition and uh, he was a winner, but these kids will be able to go on and participate in that if they choose to. Okay. Um, we'll have some more information on this, including a list of the winners on the Hayes Post uh, connected with this podcast this weekend. Um, the, but there's another big thing that happened with uh, Grow Hayes this weekend. The governor had a press conference uh, about the multi-million dollar <clears throat> grant that is going to the Grove Projects for its community center. Yes, uh, Governor Kelly, I believe it was yesterday, uh, made an announcement of these uh, capital projects fund grants which we were fortunate enough to be the recipient of for our community center uh, at the Grove Development. And uh, we were, I, we talked about a few weeks ago, but it was back in the news yesterday. We received a $3.6 million grant for the construction of a, what will be a 14,000 square foot facility, which will house a childcare facility uh, able to handle 77 kids. And then a, the senior center will move from their current location which is out by the uh, Rose Garden Banquet Hall. They'll move into town, a much better location, much better facility for our seniors. And then we'll also have some, just some general community rooms in this facility that people can, can use for whatever function that they may want to use it for. So uh, that was in the press again. We're, we're really excited about that. That's going to be a great kickoff to the, 
the Grove Project. And uh, we hope to be started on construction eh, next summer sometime uh, with the construction of this building. We have a little more fundraising to do. Uh, we anticipate that this is going to be roughly a $6 million project. And we're sitting at about four to about four million right now. So we've got another two million dollars to raise. We've we've got some sources identified. Hopefully those will come through and we can we can close the gap. But uh, going to be a great addition to the to the community and a great asset for Hayes. Well, the Grove is part of a that community center is a part of the larger Grove housing addition. Can you remind our listeners about what that's all about? Yeah, the the, the Grove is a development on the uh, 20 acres north of Hayes Medical Center, which will consist of some multifamily units and then uh, uh, about 66 retiree focused uh, housing ho- homes. Uh, some will be duplexes, townhouse type deals, and then. The majority of them, about 50 of them, will be standalone, uh, single-family homes that'll be geared towards retirees, not restricted to retirees, but geared towards retirees. With uh, There'll be slab-on-grade construction, so there won't be any steps. There'll be uh, accessibility will be a feature of these homes. And uh, we believe that that's going to give us a, a type of housing that allows a lot of people in our community that are in homes that aren't maybe appropriate to their aging lifestyle, also give us something to recruit new people, retirees to our community. And if you, if you look at the, uh, the baby boomers, one of the things that uh, many are trying to do and pe- a lot of people are focused on is, is to be able to age in place uh, rather than have to go to an assisted living facility or a nursing home or something like that. And a, and a key component of that is the properly uh, appropriate housing that that doesn't have a lot of steps in it or isn't oversized and and have the challenges with that or has inaccessible bathrooms and things like that. These will all be focused with those things in mind, but again, not restricted to that, but that'll be the focus. Well, I was in an event Wednesday and you were at that same event uh, that K-State was putting on and they talked about two items that they're working with across the state, and that was childcare and housing. So this addition addresses both of those, uh, in addition to the the need for the senior center to have something more accessible here in town. Absolutely, the the grant we got was focused on a number of different things, but childcare and healthcare were two big components of it, and so. Uh, we know that this facility with the, with the seniors there, it, it brings that intergenerational piece to a child care facility where uh, the seniors can interact with, with younger kids and read to them or whatever it might be. And uh, also uh, provide some health care type things in the facility, whether it be uh, blood screenings or diagnostic, certain basic diagnostic tests that, that you do to uh, just try and in- increase wellness overall. Okay. Uh, anything else going on over there at Grow Hayes right now? Well, if you haven't been by the micro factory lately out on Commerce Parkway, 9th and Commerce Parkway, definitely go by. Uh, they've got the roof on and it's, I mean, the structure is basically there. Uh, they're going to be putting in the garage doors and that kind of thing to where it'll be weather tight here in the next uh, couple of weeks. And uh, it, it should be, uh, it, it really is getting exciting in terms of that being completed. We're estimating... Uh, probably a February completion date. So that's exciting. We're, we're, uh, we're really excited to get that thing 
finished and, and get some tenants in there and, and have it fulfill its, its actual purpose. Doug, are you taking applications for tenants right now or do you have anybody lined up? <clears throat> We're talking to a few people, but we are absolutely looking for tenants. Uh, that's manufacturing type companies that uh, need this type of space. You know, what, what happens with so many manufacturers, particularly a small one or a startup, they go and they rent a space to operate out of and they find what they can find. But it isn't appropriate to, for them to do what they want to do. You know, the, the inability to get products in and out sometimes is limited, limited ceiling heights. They don't have access to maybe the right uh, tools and things that they need, whether it be a forklift or, or something like that. This is going to this is going to bridge that gap and be a much more appropriate space at about half the cost because we were able to get grants and uh, to construct it. They're going to be able to have a very appropriate space to maximize their efficiency as an operation, but at about half the cost they would normally have it at. So uh, that's going to be a big ish, uh, a big benefit for those who locate there. But we are still looking for tenants and and. Uh, we're, we're eager to talk to people about those who may want to be in there.